<sighs> What's up, guys? Welcome to the slow show where we just talk very slowly and we talk about science fiction the fantastic future promised to us by technology and our belief in progress <sighs> and we talk about it in the context today of culture I want to talk about culture that is the theme of today's little talk. And we want to talk about it while speaking very slowly. Not necessarily for the purpose of speaking slowly, but because it's very relaxing, calming, and for me, allows me to slip into a very tranquil state of mind into a certain mood it feels good let me remind you that you're on the slow show that the show has a purpose but the purpose is for you to discover on your own you can consider all the talk to be just there in the background And you can feel free to roam with your imagination to places far and wide and go on adventures with the mind. And all the while, I suppose I'll be here with you. We'll be here together, sharing in this 
music in this vibration because everything is a vibration vibration what is a vibration it's the utterances of words of a voice vibration is light is motion is change the ups and downs of life the emotions we feel in our gut everything vibrates it's how we perceive the world from the most fundamental level it's our feelings our emotions our desires and in conversations we transfer this vibration between ourselves and whomever we are conversing with and in our motions if someone sees it it's also transferred it's transferred whether our motion and our words are a manifestation of grace be it grace or anxiety it's all there it's always there and i suppose you cannot help you cannot hide when you speak your words could be anything could wear masks but the vibration your tone and the emotions that they carry if someone is tuned in they will be able to pick it up they will be able to feel your vibrations but i digress because the topic today is of culture in the chronoverse in the fantastic science fiction universe known as the chronoverse in the year 2042 when the world has utterly transformed because of variety of reasons but technology 
being an essential maker of change. Technology, and especially in ways in which we have learned to automate and to replace human work on a massive scale. So when we talk about culture in the coronavirus, we cannot help but begin our discussion with the topic of technology because technology has, is, and will continue to affect, to influence, to disrupt every aspect of our human lives as it has done for our entire history as a species from the first sparks of fire from our first attempts at creating art technology has been part and parcel of the human experience cannot live without it. So, in the end, we must find a kind of balance, kind of balance, which is easier said than done, because where is the balance when in the not-so-distant future it becomes possible to replace all human work, even types of work which we do not associate with automation, even highly skilled types of work, even the types of work which are almost fundamentally, at least right now, uh, irreplaceably human. The fact of the matter is, everything is changing. That technology advances ever more rapidly. Even the innovators, the creators of technology themselves may not be able to fully imagine, to envision, to predict what is the ultimate end. 
let's talk about culture in a society where technology has become so powerful that it has become clear that the foundations of society, of human relationships, and the ways in which we communicate and understand one another has become utterly transformed, right? And I want to talk about this sense of inevitability that has slowly crept into the general consciousness, this impending doom that everything is going down, and perhaps there is a sense of despair a sense of inevitability. And that is not a good emotion. <sighs> to think that, to see that Humanity slowly becoming obsolete. The work which can be performed with human brain and human body fast becoming obsolete. So let me remind you that in the world of Chronoverse, two factions have arisen to face this troubling dilemma of mass unemployment and fears of the unknown, of this immense and This uh, troubling sense of uncertainty. And the two factions are, on the one side, the futurists, and the other, the humanists. Two very different visions of the future divergent from each other 
mutually by their the foundations of their beliefs mutually exclusive on the one hand you have the futurists who believe in technology wholeheartedly and for them the most important value is progress anything which impedes upon it is evil for the humanists they hold a very different view that the essence of being human well there are different theories but i think what all humanists have in common is that they believe that there are essential values which define the human experience which technology cannot replace the need to be preserved consciously that sacrifices sometimes need to be made voluntarily choices have to be made that individuals must make a choice at some point to either allow themselves to be dehumanized and taken over become dependent upon technology and to be replaced to resign to that fate or to take upon themselves to live with certain kinds of restraint in what kind of things they buy and what kind of lifestyle they live in what ways they choose to entertain themselves in what kind of ways they wish to interact with people they would much much rather prefer to interact with people IRL in real life no virtual reality no text or video can replace the co-location the sharing of space and air and the possibility all the possibilities that 
are available when real physical bodies share space and that the words which we use to communicate their sounds are derived directly from the vibrations in our in our vocal cords transferred via the vibrations carried through the air in order to land upon another's ears in which the information is perceived and parsed by the other person's brain directly on the spot immediately nothing can replace that right right but the futurist would disagree with that even that they would say that soon humans it would be possible for us to ascend perhaps to a new form of life altogether that consciousness is no more than electric signals and that perhaps it is our destiny to shake off the shackles of our physical being perhaps it is best perhaps it is good perhaps it is inevitable that this will take place and there's nothing we can do about it and the culture because the topic of the day is culture so we want to call back to culture culture what is culture but something in which inhabits our memories and our habits the inertia of all the lessons all the experiences that we carry as individuals and communities and societies that we carry as a civilization we see a trend in our present day we see that 
the world becoming more and more connected and cultures and race I suppose the intermingling of all these lines of ancestry and heritage traditions carried through genetics and language and customs and fashion how we speak how we think how we build how we express ourselves everything's culture even Wall Street is culture government is culture tinder is culture books art but also how we walk down the street how we pronounce our P's and D's everything is culture I suppose there are people who have tried to qualify culture based on certain metrics to quantify and qualify it to uh, define culture in terms of some kind of scale to measure if a culture is good or bad culture is better or worse there are adjectives like a vibrant culture like an open culture uh, which are obviously positive connotations their ideas such as uh, golden age is uh, um, for example during the Renaissance Renaissance itself was considered to be is considered to be a kind of golden age a very vibrant culture and during the Renaissance people harken back to the days of classical Greek and Roman um, civilization and they considered their culture to be supremely good and I suppose every civilization ancient civilization has gone through 
ups and downs and has a, a, a history of innovation which has led their particular civilizations up until the present day. I suppose the Indian subcontinent had their own golden ages, perhaps uh, multiple golden ages, and similarly uh, in the Far East, China experienced their cultural golden ages, uh, multiple perhaps. Uh, the preaching, the age of uh, the hundred schools of thought, when all the major philosophies were born. What a vibrant time that must have been. A hundred schools of thought all bursting onto the scene each with the audacity to envision a world to try to solve all the biggest problems that their civilization, that civilization in general has ever encountered. Problems such as the role of government, the role of individual, what it is, what does it uh, uh, mean to live a moral life, morals and ethics, meaning of life, right? The truths of the universe. There is any fundamental truths, are there? And if there are, what are they? And I suppose we may look back sometime in the near future, perhaps, and look at our current time as a sort of golden age as well, an age of peace and prosperity and globalism, where we've been able to live in relative harmony We've seen great, uh, incredibly dramatic improvements in standard of living all across the world, even in um, even in the poor country, poorer countries, in the developing countries. I think we've consistently seen. Um, a persistent rise in our standard of living. <sighs> I enjoyed chatting with you today and talking about um, culture albeit briefly but let's continue 
until next time, you're listening to The Slow Show. The show where there is a purpose, but the purpose is for you to decide for yourself. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Goodbye.